<laughs> Hello, kitties. It's your old pal, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to The Bottom Shelf. <laughs> All right, all right, Kevin. What? I am I, I'm ready for Irish Christmas, and uh, I got a box of Irish Spring mm-hmm. and Lucky Charms. Yeah. And, you know, and, and in case I'm wrong, and it's more like Irish Mardi Gras, I've got these, like... Just keep talking, uh, John. Just keep talking. I've got these, like, yeah. clover beads. Yes. Yeah. So, like, to throw the to throw beads around... Um, I've got, you like, drink a bottle of green Windex while you're at it. That's completely Irish. That's, you don't know that. What are you talking about, dude? You put oh, green dye inside Windex and you drink it. That's what you might as well is, do. If you're talking all that crap to me, this is going to be another one of those episodes, isn't it? What episode? Prepare yourself to discover a world of terrible movies. High above the planet Geekery, a group of intrepid explorers hover over the dangerous planet in their fabulous super-orbital spacecraft. Their mission? To conduct a complete analysis of movies known throughout the universe as Terrible. So grab your space popcorn, grab your freeze-dried ice cream, and join us for today's mission of Discovery and Wonder. Are these movies better than the galaxy thinks? Or do they really belong on the bottom shelf? Hello, movie lovers and movie haters. Welcome to The Bottom Shelf, a podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting people know they're loved. As I said, this is The Bottom Shelf, the place where every movie has a place to be. And uh, we're excited to have you guys here for another exciting episode as we celebrate St. Patty's Day. And with me is uh, our amazing, uh, I don't know what to call you, our our resident Irishman. People, someone. Our our are you the ambassador to Ireland? The the clover expert? I don't know. It I'm is Kevin, by the way, okay, because Dallas can't say it. I'm Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was talking about John actually. <laughs> I got my House of Pain CD. Do you want to listen to that? <laughs> we got John with us, and of course, we got our actual resident Irishman, Kevin. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I was okay, but I got fired just a couple days ago for my job. No, what? Yeah, my part-time job at the keyboard factory. Oh, he, yeah? He said I didn't put enough shit, so I, right then I lost control. <laughs> well, we're going to backspace out of that conversation. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, we, we've started a new tradition, and that is for St. Patty's Day. I'm trying hard to say it right. Just say uh, Patrick's Day. Just say St. Patrick's Day. What's so hard Saint about Patrick's that? St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. So Same we're syllables. going to be... Same amount of syllables. It's not that we're hard. We're doing... The Leprechaun series, I think. I don't know what's happening here. There's a lot of Leprechaun movies out there. Um, oh, so my I own seven of them. So there's more Leprechaun movies than that that I know of. Um, Isn't there an one? Probably. I'm just going to invite everybody to get out there on Hulu. And <laughs> on uh, our Tubi specifically, there are some ghetto-looking, like weird-looking, terrifying kid shows named Leprechaun. So 
Kevin, oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kevin, what are we doing today? Well, since you already announced it, we might as well continue um, the next one in the series, Leprechaun 2. Oh, yeah. Nice little golden nugget there. Mm-hmm. Let me see this thing. Let's read the, the, the taglines. And the taglines say, why is there a lot of black on this box here? Uh, John, can you make heads or tails of this? Um, it looks like whoever made this dumpster in the first place redacted everything <laughs> on it. That doesn't bode well for how well this movie's going to go. <laughs> hmm. Kevin, since the all the taglines are missing for us to have any idea what we're watching, tell us about the movie. Sure, let me see it. The movie Leprechaun 2. It is rated R for horror, violence, gore, and nudity. Okay. It's a family show. Yeah. It's a family picture. It is 85 minutes long. It is directed by Rodman Flinder, who, if you don't know who he is, he also directed a movie called Idle Hands. Is he he related to Ned Flanders? Oh, Ned. Oh, never mind. You said the wrong name. Wrong one, neighbor. Howdy do, neighbor. Um, Oakley to Oakley. Okay, not even not even, Why? Not, not even joking. There is a metal band called yeah, the Oakley Ned, Doakley. Yeah, the Oakley Doakley. Yeah. <laughs> and they all dress up like Ned Flanders. Mm-hmm. And, and they, write songs from his perspective. They go pretty hard. They do. Yes. At at the climax of their songs, do they rip their shirts off and show off themselves to be really buff unnecessarily no. so? No, but I do highly recommend their song White Wine Spritzer. <laughs> yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Listen to it. Several times. Kevin, keep reading this box for us. <laughs> All I know is because I used to work at a pizza shop and someone told me this a couple of years ago. It's like, you haven't lived until you heard the Oakley Doakley's. I'm like, yeah, everyone, I've heard a nickel for that every single time someone told me. Okay. It is written by Mark. What? If you, oh, I think you hadn't lived, then how, did it, how was he there to tell you? Was he Ouija boarding it to you? No, he Are was probably know? had a lot of marijuana in him. Okay. So okay. <laughs> as I'm continuing sure. this box, <laughs> come on. That's it is written by Mark Jones, Turi Meyer and Alfredo Septian. Oh, that's three writers. That means it has to be very good. If you have that many writers on board. Yeah, totally. It is starring Warwick Davis. Who's returning Charlie Heath, Siobhan Durkin stage actor, Sandy Brown, Clint Howard's receding hairline. A quirky, <laughs> Sorry. I was explaining that comment. A quirky but annoying Kimmy Robertson. Look what I can do, Michael McDonald. A very short Tony Cox with many other binks from Spaceballs the movie. On the front it says, this time luck has nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you do say. Let's see. Um, Hey, there's three critics who writes in the back of this VHS. Oh. It says, better than the first, says Kevin Thomas from LA Times. He's meaner than Freddy. Hmm. I don't think he was okay. meaner than Freddy in the first one. I don't think he was very comical. I thought this would be comedy. Um, another one says Deadly Fun by Bob Healy of Satellite News Network. Yep, we know exactly where you're at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me read the description. I'm sorry. <laughs> a thousand years ago, the leprechaun Warwick Davis left a bloody trail when he ripped through the countryside in search of a stolen pot of gold. Now he's back in the big city using all of his deadly tricks. The snare of the girl of his nightmares. Okay, is this like a Freddy reference or something? His blood, uh, his bloody quest becomes more deadly when her boyfriend steals one of the Irish monster's precious gold coins. The town soon discovers the two dead bodies, thanks to her, you know, you know, telling us now. Now we're expecting two dead bodies. These VHS covers kill kills me. 
<laughs> and a trail of gold dust leads him to the leprechaun's lair. It's a pot it's a pot full of blood, guts, and horror as the leprechaun goes on a wild rampage. Fl- fi- Fishermen call that the chum bucket. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you chum some of this crap? <laughs> Sorry, right. Jaws reference. With grisly thrills and gruesome special effects. Okay. Well. I'm glad this these VHS cover in the back of the description just gives away everything. Like, we already right. know there's going to be two dead bodies. We know there's going to so, be a gold dust trail that leads into the leprechaun's lair. We already... Why? So basically what, you're, what the box is saying is, here, here's the story. You don't have to watch it. Put the, put it back. <laughs> don't think about it. Don't think like, about it too much. At least it's better than a Wikipedia article. But I mean, <laughs> still. <laughs> what was the one okay. that I read a couple of episodes ago? And it basically oh, told almost gave point by everything. Point. <laughs> I think it was. Wasn't that the wasn't that the uh, the Dungeons and Dragons episode? No, it was something else. I think no, it, it was, was before that. I know Krill did that. Krill did that. Like, it kept going on. It's like, oh my god, stop telling me everything. <laughs> you can watch the movie or read the book. <laughs> I, I think, and by book, we mean the back of the VHS. It might have been Super Mario Bros. or Street Fighter. I don't know. It, anyway. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, what are, what are our expectations? Happens. <laughs> What's our expect? Oh, wait, John, you got trivia about this thing? Yeah, I actually have a part of this show too, Dallas. Maybe I can participate. Um, if it's okay right, with you. John, participate. I can I have an award too? Um, all right. So, despite what you may say, this movie actually has won an award. For what? Yes, we're, we are watching an award winning movie. Uh, it won the me. Fangoria Chainsaw Award for Worst Movie of 1994. <laughs> there we go. What? There we go. <laughs> Um, oh, my expectations have, are going I, down. I have actually met someone who is in this movie. Really? I have met Clint Howard. Met him at GeekedCon last year. You did? I'm glad indeed. you met him because I couldn't because he kept talking. He kept walking away. And every time we tried to see that man, he kept talking and talking and talking and boom, gone. because he didn't want to be in another Leprechaun movie. <laughs> <laughs> and what's that, about- Ice Cream Man 2 or 3 or whatever it is he does. And what special thing happened when you were at GeekedCon and you met him, John? What do you mean? Got our intro. Well, Clint Howard didn't record our intro. That was John Cassier. That's a oh, completely that's right. different thing. Why did you meet Clint Howard? What was he doing? Uh, I got his autograph for my stepfather, who's a big movie fan. That's movie right. fan. I'm recalling things now. All right. So he probably went around oh, telling everybody he's a Republican. Don't forget it. <laughs> uh, so of all the movies in the Leprechaun series, this is the only Leprechaun film that actually takes place on St. Patrick's Day. So. That's what sets this one apart. That's fascinating. Um, and until 2014, with the release of Leprechaun Origins, this is the last film in the series to get, actually get a theatrical release. So there is literally a 20-year span in which the Leprechaun movies were all direct-to-video. That makes me uncomfortable about the rest of the franchise. <laughs> and this was the movie to send it to direct-to-video. Oh, so. no. <laughs> um one of the uh discarded drafts focused on how the leprechaun would seek revenge on tori redding uh by tricking her into marrying him but jennifer and jennifer aniston was offered twenty five thousand dollars but she refused to to retake her character because she wanted to focus on a new tv series she was in called friends smart move smart move Mm -hmm. 
whatever that show and is. so and so when tori so when uh not tori spelling when uh jennifer aniston turned it down they actually turned to heather Legenkamp and offered her the role uh but she turned it down to work on new nightmare in uh for uh 1994 instead i don't think now, i know her uh she played nancy from the nightmare on elm street series okay uh, so they were trying to lean into the whole famous scream queen thing, but it didn't uh, work out for them. Dig it. All right. Well, what are our expectations? Uh, I can tell you after hearing this trivia and the fact that the box was so highly descriptive of the, <laughs> I, my expectations are, this is going to be dumb. Um, now that being said, the first leprechaun, if I recall, it was dumb. It was not good, but I still had fun watching it. Like I unexpectedly laughed a lot. So I'm going in with this with a expectation of going, this will be a terrible film for me to laugh at. So I'm going maybe, maybe upper middle or uh, bottom shelf. I don't have any expectations. I mean, I, I guess the box told me everything. So I guess that's what I'm going to be watching. <laughs> uh, for me, I, just going back to the first one and the first one was the only one is the only one from the series I have seen. Mm -hmm. So, um, but for me, I'm thinking it's going to be more of the same with the corny dumbness. Like I I think this movie is going to be like eating a bag of potato chips. There's, (laughs) there's, there's going to be nothing good in it. I mean, nothing that is going to be, edifying or make my life better but i'm gonna enjoy the process probably so there's nothing right. good in the bag of potato chips there's potatoes in it that's good and those those are very uh, good those are good are you talking to, about nothing of value to, leave it to an irishman to boast about how good potatoes are well but you can have potatoes in every style it's good <laughs> what's wrong with you i really want some crisps now yeah you you said chips wrong, Dallas. <laughs> no, he said it right. Potato crisps. <laughs> Dallas, do you spell the word color with a U as well? Um, no, but I do do flavor and savior with a U. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so fun story. I think I had a British dictionary as a kid uh, because growing up, I always thought that's how you spelled save, uh, savior. And so I and it wasn't until I was in college. Someone's like, "Why are you misspelling Savior?" I'm like, "That's how you spell it." And um, and so I had to. I pulled up a dictionary. I was like, "Have I been doing this wrong?" And I realized, no, it was just that was the European version. <laughs> Especially when you get the King James version, it has the U in it. It's like, wait, what? Oh, King Jimmy! <laughs> it's the true version of the Bible. <laughs> I I read from the Rick James version. <laughs> I bet you do. It really slaps. <laughs> some people might get that on this episode. <laughs> now they're going to pause it's like oh, who's Rick James <laughs> All right. he's a super freak <laughs> let's go watch this movie dear listeners this is your opportunity to escape our crew has just entered into the media projection chamber what horrors and madness that they consume are unknown. Their mental state upon their return is unknown. You have been warned. That was the worst Irish accent ever.
like ever, like in the realm of, I've seen serial commercials with better Irish accents <laughs> than this movie. Oh man. That I met was a voice show. actor at a con that did a con voice. <laughs> the lucky charms. Well, oh, look at me. Lucky times. I don't even think who would be the hardy, dirty, dirty. It's like, oh, shut up. <laughs> Well, listen, we just came out of the viewing chamber and we just watched uh, Leprechaun 2. And uh, boy, was that a special viewing for us. Um, That's such a lot of dead kinds. <laughs> it's my thousandth birth today. <laughs> well, there's uh, people in our, that I know that's like the north above Dublin. They'll say Towson like that. And I'm the only oh, really? person. Oh, yeah, bro. They, they'll I say like never Towson. heard an Irish person hit the T's that like, hard. Oh, my God. He was really going hard, hard for it. I mean, if you're British, you hit the T pretty good. So Nice. <laughs> There's going to be crickets when I edit this for that joke. <laughs> it happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get into our spoiler-free conversation about this film. Um... You guys got anything interesting to say about this film? Spoiler free. Stop saying a film. It's not a film. It's just a movie. <laughs> this is a tape, sir. This is not <laughs> a film. This was tape. <laughs> hey, at least it was filmed with a real video camera, unlike certain Irish Kung Fu films. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you be- actually really pulled that full 35 millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I feel like this was more gruesome than the first one. Like, I think I feel like certain portions were gorier than the first one. You think so? I think so. I think there were certain, there, there was a little bit See, more. I, uh, I, I was, visuals. I was, I was going to say outside of the nudity, I could see this movie being rated PG 13 easily. Yeah. Really? It just yeah. looked like they were just throwing red jam at their faces because it didn't even look like blood to me. Like, right. The, I didn't a, say it was good gore. I'm just saying that I yeah. feel like there was a lot more. Gore. I feel like the first film was far more suspense based than this one. Um, no, I wouldn't say suspense. I'd say the first one was far more comedic. But well, this comedic, one, yes, but yeah, the way I they did the horror, was, this one was trying for the horror. But I don't think they're, they're just like, oh, we'll just throw more this red dye stuff at somebody, and that makes it more horror. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. The um, outfit looks better in my opinion. It? it looks better in this one. Okay. He's got a lot I, more I, light shining on him, which means yeah, you, you're it. able to see his makeup and his face a lot more clear right. than the first one. But the first one, it was always dimly lit or always behind a shadow where you couldn't see his full um, face and everything. Right. This time, this you were able I, to see it. Like it, it was like <laughs> the very first this is, time. This is the reason why I feel like the first one was going more for suspense horror, whereas this was going more for a gore, gory, gross uh, horror base. Okay, so it's because of the lighting. It, it, um, yeah. Okay, I guess I somebody can. turned on a lamp basically on the set, and we're like, "Oh, look, we can see somebody." <laughs> um, <laughs> I can I can say that this movie made me realize that '90s stock music is just awful. <laughs> Why do you say that? What's wrong? Because Enough the, synthesizers for you? <laughs> no, like they got to one part, one point in the movie, and this is spoiler free because I I don't remember what was happening, but I remember hearing the music, and it was just the same two chord changes looped mm. nothing changed about the music right and i'm just sitting here listening to this and i'm like this sounds like the cranberries so the good cranberries. on you for trying hey good on you for no. trying to match you, the you irish shut up. but don't, don't talk about the cranberries like that 
No, no, I'm saying it was in the same style of the Cranberries, but it was just the same two chords over and over again. So after two seconds of hearing it, I'm like, wow, this got old quick and it's not doing anything and it's not helping the scene. It's like someone accidentally left the beat looper on. Yes. <laughs> They're like, oh, beat crap. looper on Irish indie alternative. <laughs> it's like, we're going to play an Irish song. Uh, we don't have enough money for that, sir. Just uh, keep those two beats right there. I'll be good to go. Okay, was, question. Hmm? Did it sound like they were using a U2 song in a segment of the film? For some odd reason, it, it, I, I was like, are they playing? I, it's still, oh crap, I forgot the U2 song already. But it was from the Joshua Tree. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. It's like, it almost sounds like they're playing that and then they just, boom, just stopped. It's just, it was just weird. Really? Yeah, just I the instrumental. I didn't catch that, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to mimic every Irish band of the time when this movie came out to kind of give itself credence without actually having to license. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounded like, like are they really playing their music and they don't know, but it's, it was off by just a certain type of beat. And it's like, it's not quite there, but it's very much mimicking it. Hmm, if gosh, I, mean, I almost wonder. <laughs> I almost wonder what the budget was on this. Let me pull that up here real quick because if only they had Bill Clinton and his saxophone, they could add a third. (laughs) Would have changed the type of movie this was for Uh, sure. Yeah. I I am not familiar enough with uh, Irish music or U2. um, So I can't tell you. Legitimately, I don't think I hear it enough and everything starts sounding like I'm sorry. I don't think I, I actually heard anything by you two until Delirious redid Sunday that uh Sunday Bloody Sunday song. Yeah. I love that song. That's a, I like Delirious' version. Delirious did a good version of it. What was the budget for this movie? Well, this film does have horrible continuity. I can say that for sure. Thank oh. you. I was trying to figure out like how we got here because <laughs> I'm like this So was Warwick same, Davis. There's the same character in I'm trying to, I'm trying to piece together like, all right, are they just completely disconnected? What are they doing? And uh, I did a little bit googly with it. And uh, home dude who plays the leprechaun, he said that Warwick Davis. Thank you. uh, The fact that he is a mythical creature in their mind says they can tell multiple stories with the same character and then not be connected because it's just a mythical creature. And so it doesn't. There, there is no continuity. Oh, almost sounds like Marvel. There's a lot of continuity in the Marvel movies for the last 20 years. <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's they a just, podcast for another day. They can just shoot up powers and all of a sudden forget, oh, I can't use powers against you now. <laughs> okay. Okay. I finally found the box office information for this. Okay. Uh, the estimated budget for this movie was only $2 million. Oh. Was this more than the last one? Because the last one was $1 million, wasn't it? Or less? Was it? I really I can look that up. I can look that up, but it only grossed worldwide as uh, $2,260,622. So yeah. this didn't take a bath at the box office, but it certainly... It broke even, basically. Yeah, it it wasn't. It wouldn't be something that would be a considered profitable. Yeah. That makes sense for why I went straight to VHS. Yeah, it had to make at least three times its budget before you could do like another sequel into theaters. That's how... Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to say it like a leprechaun, you got to say theaters. What's the uh, what's the <laughs> there you uh, go. time frame difference between the first movie and this one? Uh, this one was made in 1994. Uh, the first one was made in 93. So it was only a one year turnaround. See. And 
the box off the budget for the first movie was only nine hundred thousand dollars, but that one grossed eight million coming back. So if you want to take if you want to take in the diminishing returns, mm-hmm. like it dropped from eight and a half million right uh, gross down to two point six. It just See, this, plummeted. That's what happened. This was it a just... common problem in the nineties, though. Anytime a production company house saw, hey, this does well, they rushed to produce a sequel. We saw this with the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles 1 came out and it was special. It was grade A. They rushed production a year later for Secret of the Ooze, which was a drastic drop. And because they're like, hey, kids are getting older, let's rush out the third one real quick. And then we have the abomination that is Turtles in Time, which is not an actual uh, subtitle for the movie. We just all flexibly believe it is. Do you want a reason why they called it that? Because there was a box art? Because of the video game that came out at the same time, mm. which was called Turtles in Time. But, um, sorry it's fine uh it's gone i i don't remember what i was gonna say <laughs> but let's anyways, talk about a different green creature <laughs> this was a this was a this was a major issue with the production houses at the time of the russian oh, things i, I wonder if that's why this film has suffered if they if they had given it more time to do scripting to do better graphics because we've all we've all discussed that the the gore is not the greatest uh, i mean it was like a ketchup bottle offset but i can i can tell you what what happened mm-hmm this movie was made before Scream. Okay. Horror films from the 80s going into the 90s had oversaturated the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And what would happen is they'd get the Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street treatment, mm. which is you make one. If it hits, you go annual with the movie series until it stops being a cash cow. Interesting. Well, they were a new studio, so they had to try to make as much money as they could possible. Was this so? New Line Cinema, for Nightmare on Elm Street. That was a new. That was a new studio. But this, right. this one, this one was like Trimark or something. A new studio. Yeah, this one was Trimark. So um, you have to try and, to get as much money as you can while you can, if possible. Right, but by the but the thing about it though is by this time, mm-hmm. uh, people were kind of the market was oversaturated with campy horror films. Oh, and so people weren't turning out like they were for the annualizations of the movies which is the reason why it went, ended up going direct to video. It wasn't until the screen movies revitalized the horror market and changed the formula. Right. Well, this movie came out the same time as sister act too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I remember look- when, I remember when this movie started and I'm, I'm sitting here watching this movie and I'm thinking to myself, can you imagine paying theater prices to come in and watch this? Oof. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking at horror movies that came out in 1994. At the same time as this movie, we had Interview with a Vampire. Uh, we had The Crow come out. So not a horror film. Not a horror film, but they they classify as a horror uh, thing. Phantasm Three. Uh, that w- that was direct to video. Yeah, Puppet Masters. Direct to um, video. Guyver Two. Direct to video. You're listening to so many other crappy films. This is all the stuff that came out in '94 that was classified as horror, though. For some reason, Page Master's being listed in this list, so I feel like somebody's on crack. Because um, that is not a horror film. Is that the Macaulay Culkin one? The animated yeah. one? Yeah, it was. Hmm. Shrunken Heads? But, but there was a there was a uh, horror book in that movie, though. See? Uh, Brain Scan came out. Direct-to-video. So, I mean, at the time frame, just from what you're telling me, I, we can definitely confirm horror movies were on their way out as far as it being a major thing. Um, I mean, I'm just looking at this Skeeter. Wasn't it? I've never movie? even heard of that. Now, so we're not going to talk came. about Leprechaun 2, are we? 
Well, we're it's, trying it's to a, avoid it, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> kind of talking around it. We're talking about the fact that this was a this was this was a rough time frame for this type of franchise as a whole. So, all right, any other spoiler free thoughts before we continue on? Yeah, I can tell you. I I remember the previews to this movie and uh-huh. the first one, mm-hmm. the first Leprechaun movie, and I don't know why looking back, but at the time this, the, the concept of this movie and the last one just frightened me. Really? I was not a horror film fan when these movies came out. Right. So like the whole idea of this thing running around and killing people, like I had no idea what the movies were about. And I don't, <laughs> the only thing I remembered from the previews was somebody saying there's gotta be a way to kill it. Right. And I'm like, maybe there's nothing it just struck me as like an unstoppable force and there's nothing you can do about it and so right. it, it like terrified me as a kid and now i'm watching them and as an adult and i'm like nah <laughs> three steps oh. and you're there <laughs> lord all you're right only two years younger than me kevo hmm? so you're only two years younger than me i'm just saying you can walk you can walk faster and he can run three steps you're there Oh, oh, I thought you were saying three steps and then I'm dead. Oh, okay. Lord. All right. Well, Kevin, you got any other spoiler free thoughts? Nope. No. All right. <laughs> let's let's jump into it. Let's talk about this movie in its fullness. Ladies and gentlemen, the spoiler section. All right. So right off the bat, I want to point out something that was just funny to me at the beginning of it with, uh, was it William was his uh was the dude that he had uh, when he lifts William into the air when you see him being yeeted up you see the wires holding it in the air He's I like, didn't ah! see that yeah <laughs> they shine for a second uh like when he first goes up and then right before he drops him you see the wires shine just for a brief second I was like wow <laughs> I did not hmm. see that I can't I, I can't say go I ahead, didn't go. either I can say at the beginning when the, when the the leprechaun was showing his William or whatever his slave's name was, uh-huh. uh, who he picked out to be his bride, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, and he's like, "That's my daughter." I'm like, "No, not unless you and your daughter are twins because y'all are the same age." Exactly. <laughs> that was I was like, "Come on, man, really?" Like, I mean, obviously Irish people look look pretty good for the ages. I mean, look at Kevin. He still looks like he's 16 when he shaves that beard. And so <laughs> he's not wrong, dude. You like lose 30 years off your off of your how you look when you shave. Just take the compliment, Kevin. When you were like 70 years old, people are like, ooh, Poppy. When John's 70 years old, the people are like, oh, are you okay, old sir? <laughs> sir, you're only saying that because you haven't seen me without my facial hair. I have the same problem. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad to know it's a problem. <laughs> we share it kevo i'm i'm in that boat with you no so, you're not in the i would say when i was watching this movie when you I did watch this math. movie when you was watching this movie when did you watch this movie sorry just now we we've established that i did the math yeah and he's like it's my thousandth birthday oh it's my pa- days it's saint patrick's day and I'm going to get my wife. And then the later he goes, and then when he, they, they screw him out of getting this wife, he's like, I'll get it in another thousand years. And I'm like, okay. So this movie takes place in 1994, right? Right. Yes. And he was saying how he was born on St. Patrick's day. Right. 
Right. Yeah. So if we do the math, this leprechaun was born in 6 BC, which was so far before St. Patrick, that St. Patrick's Day literally has no meaning, should have no meaning to this leprechaun. I'm just so glad that you're, I'm not the only person who thought about that. I'm going, wait a minute. Because there's three writers and they all figured that out real quick. <laughs> just like the last and film. Then, he was what? Not even a thousand years old. He was 800 or 600 or something like that. And then later in the movie, when he's talking to Homegirl, he's like, yes, it's been a thousand years. Like, I was like, no, it's been 2,000 years for you, buddy. Like, literally. And here's the other part that just has me completely stymied is when when it was his thousandth birthday. By the math that is laid out by the statements in this movie, that scene was supposed to take place in 994 A.D. Okay, so in 994 AD, apparently in Ireland, it was post-Renaissance era because that's how they were dressed. But no, history scholars will tell you that the people who lived in Ireland at that time period were nomadic and they were the Celts. And they would have been nothing like what you were seeing on the screen. You're going too deep for this stupid movie. <laughs> I'm just saying they're, going they're, gonna bring math. Leprechaun too. they're bringing math to this movie and it's not adding up because that's the only thing that doesn't add up oh yeah that's the, that's right it's the only oh, thing that does not add up that's just the first thing and I'm the only reason I'm talking about it now is because this is the first thing they tell you at the beginning of the movie right like the, 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 this is all coming from the first like four lines of this See, movie I, and I was working trying to justify this going well they didn't actually give us a date for the movie but the more I thought about it it's like it, it doesn't work ever like the way they plan, planted this out nothing works if they would have said 100th birthday I would have been like yeah I could see that but no I don't know why he had to wait a thousand years to have a wife. That uh, I, I don't understand that. It's like just get married a year or five years later. I'm pretty sure your mom's dead. I don't think she cares. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to contact. I'm going to contact my my friend, uh, my friend in the band Lust Control, and see if I can't use the uh, if I can't license the song "Get Married" for this episode. <laughs> why not knock yourself out? Oh my gosh. I I, I didn't understand the math. It was like, it made no sense at all. Whatever reason. I don't know why he had a slave. I don't know why any of most of this stuff happened in this movie. I just know that wasn't Ireland, wherever they were filming. That was backwards of someone's yard in California. (laughs) Because I'm like, like that. None of that looks anything near. And why is she doing laundry at the dead of night? makes no sense but whatever because the script said to yeah it's like you don't know what land property you're at (laughs) but yeah he waits because his birthday's on st patrick's day which i guess is lucky i don't know hey at least we're introduced to the fantastical wonderful teenagers of the movie because teenagers i love them in movies i know we here we see another victim of the jonathan taylor thomas haircut by the way (laughs) did anybody else catch that yeah it was one of the oh, dumbest man. hairstyles everyone had had. Okay, oh. now Kevo, what? I I know this movie is supposed to be like a product of representing whatever. No, 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 not even saying that. Like this movie was supposed to be bringing Irish lore to an American audience, but does it strike you being Irish? Does it strike you as being a wee bit racist? 
that what summoned the leprechaun to America was a bum's bottle of whiskey? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was Canadian whiskey. <laughs> At least that I mean, part was a chuckle. He was like, what is this? <laughs> Why are you giving me Canadian? Only a true Irish whiskey. It's like, okay, that's actually, that's pretty funny. I mean, yeah, that was funny. But I mean, just the whole concept that whiskey is what brought the Irish leprechaun out of hiding. I mean, like, really, dude, that's it. I'm pretty sure there was loads of teenagers doing all kinds of stuff. And that was the only thing that brought him out. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) You know, you know, what's funny is after we watched this movie, I was on Hulu and Hulu showed me a commercial for um, Irish whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really <laughs> that's a that's a case of the algorithm not understanding its audience right there yeah i didn't get that <laughs> but there there were so many 90s movies tropes throughout this movie too right. it, it, like it's like ah the 90s when a slight bump on the head will knock you out right oh my god how, how many times did we watch somebody get, quote, knocked out just from a smack across the head? I stopped at five. I was like, I forget it. <laughs> just the it slightest like These four bump. people need to walk around with helmets on at all times. Or they should have been wearing his freaking leprechaun hat. <laughs> <laughs> but John, I will, John, yeah. what about those chili dogs? Did I miss something about chili dogs? Yes, it was in the movie when, when the guy was trying to get one up on the girl and he's right there's taking her back to the oh, garage right right right, 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 like, right i right, thought right. you two broke up because they, she clearly broke up with him but she's like nah i didn't broke up and so okay here we go the inside of a so, woman's mind she's like oh i didn't really technically broke up even though i did broke up it's like yeah so <laughs> i read uh just again the googly and apparently there's some deleted scenes where there's supposed to be long conversations in that skating or that uh that that go-kart place she dated that dude and broke up with broke up with him to be with home dude because she thought that guy had cheated on her originally. That actually makes mm. sense. Well, he so he, he deserved was... a long long more blade to the face, anyways. <laughs> also, did anybody else notice that the leprechaun's eyes kept changing color? No, really. Yes, it kept going back and forth between being green and blue. Yes, interesting. It's like Probably because the contacts have... it was just killing him. It's like we'll just do it without. They won't see it. They won't notice it. Right. They might be asleep watching this movie. They won't see the context. Can we talk about the scene where he's trying to convince the old man, the Bella Bogosi wannabe, about the leprechauns are real. And he has the book open. He's reading it. And he, and he goes, listen to this. And he reads a statement like he's like, I read this statement. This is important information. This, uh, this is a revelation. And then he goes, look at this. Reads it. And then goes, oh, my gosh. Like, it, the, the tone didn't work at all. Like, there's like, here's a revelation. I just realized what I just said. It was like. What are we doing with the script writing here? In the, or is it just the actor? Is that what the problem was? The actor? No, it, it's a combination oh. of bad script writing and bad acting. <laughs> the only one who acted decent other than Warwick Davis was the stage actor. Uh, the old man, Morty. He was the yeah. only one. I was going to say the same thing. Because Morty. because Morty was actually a theatrical actor. He wasn't really a screen actor. So when you right. saw like literally <laughs> here in my notes and I'm showing it to the screen. Morty movie. I mean, he sadly passed away about like 2019 or something like that. But that guy, like that guy made this movie for me. Yes. He was I'm the like, saving grace I, for the movie. I want nothing but this guy to like <laughs> kill everybody. I want this guy to be the final girl in this movie. 
Well, let's go order some pizzas and, and let's wait after 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> that one, yeah. yeah. Speaking of 90s tropes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I miss I, those days. Uh, they, sh- they should have put my father there. He would have done the same thing. Cheap old man. <laughs> Sandy Barron was that guy's name. Yes. Dude, he was, he was great. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not one to say that you know, someone outacted somebody else, but I will tell you this much that bro, that guy like yeah. outacted Clint Howard in this movie. Oh yeah. Who doesn't act out? <laughs> Clint Howard. <laughs> I can speak real well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Another, another question that sounds like a, uh, set up to a dirty joke, but it's not. Uh, who hands out milk chocolate in the men's room? <laughs> it was so weird. It was so weird. Everything about well, this. Why is he Tony the, Cox? <laughs> the, the smile, the everything about this. I was like, what is happening here? I would have ran from that bathroom screaming stranger danger. <laughs> it's like, chocolate. The, like me. I know it's, it's like, okay. <laughs> I know it's the 90s and we, you know, weird things happen in the 90s, but. No, no, that, that. Who writes that though? And then, <laughs> and then a dwarf meets the man in the bathroom and offers him chocolate. <laughs> Try and bring him down to his level. I Anyhow, <laughs> whoever oh wrote gosh. this movie is an idiot. Like seriously, <laughs> the three people I told you earlier. <laughs> it was three. <laughs> oh my god. Also, okay, and so they make it back. They make it back to the, they, they from, from that bathroom scene, they switch back to the leprechaun's lair where what's her face is digging in the floor and finds that special Irish box. Right. Right. Yeah. Has a couple of bottles of Guinness in there. Couldn't go okay, so I'm not the only person who noticed that. Yes. I'm like, why are there Guinness bottles <laughs> in this box? That means like, it's a not- Dublin man. <laughs> They're, they're not even trying to hide it. Like it literally says Guinness on the bottle right? and you can see the harp. They went down to the local store and they found everything they could think of that would relate to Leprechaun in Ireland. It was like Guinness, plastic gold coins, and a bunch of people we don't care about. There we go. <laughs> I just realized, I've just discovered the reason why this writing was so horrendous. All three that? of these guys have done nothing up more besides Charlie Heath. Or not Charlie, uh, Mark. Besides this movie, all these guys have only ever done was TV movies. That's it. Bad. And TV, it and, and TV shows. Uh, the one of the main writers, Mark Jones, he did freaking Nightman, which if you remember the movie, the the TV show Nightman from Sci-Fi Channel, then um, you you were a bored teenager, which I was. Okay. Yeah. I. Spent my days outside, so sorry. I will. I will say that does make sense to some thoughts I was having while I was watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Very specifically, that this movie felt a lot like a horror film version of like Halloween Town, yeah, or something that would have made for the, been made for the CW. Mm-hmm. All three of these guys worked on Stargirl for the CW. What's Stargirl? I don't know. Is that our DC thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't we pump them out about like 15 times a year? <laughs> I didn't like wrong. the scene in the bar where um there was all chanting one of us. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're using a line from a movie called Freaks, a, a yeah, movie I, I enjoy. It's like, yes, something I could 
relate to <laughs> me gobble gobble we accept you we accept you one of us <laughs> i laughed a little too hard at the go-kart scene because all i thought about it's like oh this is uh mario kart uh nine yeah but the outfit this wasn't the only thing they upgraded he also upgraded his go-kart <laughs> uh so reggie oh no reggie's not in charge of nintendo of america anymore uh bowser that's yeah, the, that's the bowser. new ceos uh bowser if you're listening uh please make the leprechaun dlc for the next mario kart you know right now on mario kart there are four mysterious question marks on the character selection they're releasing new characters for the game this uh over the next couple weeks so maybe if it's not warwick davis's leprechaun then i will not (laughs) buy the game i need i need the leprechaun in this cart to be in this game does 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 link count no no no, they're probably going to put someone from Mortal Kombat or like Freddy Krueger. No, they won't do Mortal Kombat for that game. Can you imagine Mortal? Can you imagine like a Mortal Kombat property in a Nintendo game? Scorpions are like, get over here! Wait a minute. Fair. Now, did you guys? Um, when I mentioned earlier, um, the young coffee shop guy from Mad TV. Michael McDonald. Yes. I love that guy. Yeah. I just want him to go. <laughs> Die. That's what you can do, apparently. And the, also- other, the other thing about that scene, though, is it was like, this is the precursor to that one scene from Along Came a Spider. Oh. I completely forgot about it because it was so dumb. I couldn't. I was like, you didn't like Along Came a Spider? No, that's the one with Morgan Freeman, right? And, yeah. Um, Angelica it. something or Angela whatever, or I forgot. No, it, was it wasn't dumb. Morgan Freeman. It was, uh, it was, uh, um, Denzel Washington. He was a quadriplegic guy. So what movie am I thinking of? No, Morgan Freeman was along came a spider. Yeah, he was. was he? Yeah. As long, it was, yeah. uh, oh, Morgan no, no, Freeman. No, no, not along came a spider. My bad. I, I meant the bone collector. Okay. Yeah. That had Denzel Washington, man. Know your actors, bro. Do you know how many police procedural movies I've watched in my life because of my wife? They they all blur together after a while. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Along came a spider, the bone collector, kiss the girls, seven. What's funny is I'm you looking at just IMDb watching right now. I'm watching. I'm on IMDb and I'm looking at bone collector and everything you just listed is on the more like this film. Check out. <laughs> <laughs> so they all blur together, but yeah, there's a scene. There's a scene in uh, the bone collector where this rich couple got kidnapped by the killer and he puts the wife down in this boiler plant and he disconnects the boil, the, the one of the steam pipes to mm-hmm. face this lady and he chains her to it. And so it's going to blast the steam in her face at a specific time. And so I'm watching this movie leprechaun oh, with the I'm coffee like, scene. So, okay. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, this is literally that scene from the bone collector, except the bone collector just did it better. I will say this: no, that, that the that one who did it the best, no one did it better than Arnold Schwarzenegger when he threw that steam pipe right through the guy's chest, told him to let some steam out. That's what we needed. We needed Arnold Schwarzenegger. You don't yes, know, Commando. That, come on. You know, you know what we need. You know what we need about. You know what we need from a movie that's already over the top, like Leprechaun. We need an over the top <laughs> actor in it to go. <laughs> How bonkers would Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Leprechaun movie be? I mean, I seriously. <laughs> Can you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> trying to do an Irish accent? He can't even do an American one. What are we doing? And he was the governor of California once. Come on. 
<laughs> the governor. Oh my gosh. Speaking of the over the top actors, can we talk about the fact that nobody in this film did anything past it besides Warwick Davis? Like the main, the two main characters, Charlie Heath and Siobhan, they've done like 15 things, period. And they were all like small bits and they just disappeared from society. They probably had it. They, after this movie, was like, no, this is not for me. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I would be the same way. Like, I can't do this anymore. I quit. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going back <laughs> to work at Starbucks. Not for me. <laughs> so they they break into the go-kart shop again towards the end right because they wanted to get the wrought iron safe that they had in and yeah what happened all, to the four leaf clover we got the freaking iron one what happened like why is there a massive wrought iron safe in a go-kart place and why does it have wheels <laughs> That was my other thing. Like there is because it didn't have wheels when you'd look at it. It was right. directly on the floor. But then when they get in there, they're pushing it around. I'm like, there is no way just those two guys are sliding that that, that safe around. Rod like iron safe. Doesn't make no sense. And then through trickery, like Captain Dumbface catches the leprechaun in the safe, right? And I'm like, okay, that's that's oh, how they're gonna end the movie. Here comes this right. scene. Yeah. That's how they're going to end the movie, right? Right. Nope. nope. No. Why does the floor of this wrought iron safe not hurt the leprechaun, but everything else inside there does? <laughs> I didn't think about that. Neither did the writers. I'm like, that should have been the end of the movie right there. It's like, you got him. Nope. Because they had to put the pot of gold in the guy's belly and watch it stretch out. That was so bad. And then when... Then when they cut the pot of gold out of the guy, no blood on the gold. No blood until the after effect when you walk. I guess they say, oh, yeah, we have all this material. What should we do? Throw it on him. It was right when I was like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of checking out. I was probably checking out, but that just made me just fully check out the movie. It was like, it's not even funny to me. I guess some people would be funny. But again, they probably have to drink a lot of Jameson and probably be high or something. I'm imagining because there's people around here that are advertising it because it's since St. Patrick's Day is just right around the corner and they're advertising to watch Leprechaun 2 at their bar on the VHS. I'm like, and I don't think I'm going to watch this again. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's that's the drinking game at the bar, though. We're going to drink enough until this movie's good. <laughs> um, okay, and as an avid gun owner myself, I want to say again, this movie offends me. <laughs> well, for owning guns, you must be no. free. Look, for, for, for I, the I they treated the guns in this movie. First of all, the security guard. I'm, I'm like, okay, so this isn't a very timely comment, but it's one I think you guys will get mm-hmm. that I had where I'm like, well, at least Cody wasn't wearing a dark hoodie or he'd be dead. Yep. I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, because that was the treatment they gave that security guard. Right. Uh, and second of all, when you shoot a gun, it doesn't throw sparks out of the barrel like that. <laughs> yes, it does. This is a movie. You know what? This film was in Hollywood, okay? We go by Hollywood standards. It's a stupid, dumb movie. Bro, it was like he was trying to write his name with a sparkler. Is how many <laughs> sparks are coming out of the end of this. <sighs> You're expecting yeah, too bad. much from this movie after we watched the last one. I'm just expecting some common sense. Sort of like they did. They, 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 leprechaun. The, the end of this movie, outside of killing the leprechaun at the end of this movie, they resolve nothing. 
Nope. Not a thing. But congratulations, you were congratulations, you escaped the leprechaun's lair. The police are still after you because they <laughs> they've got you associated with two dead bodies and probably right. more once they go to the go-kart place. Right. But they knew he was going to explode. How? Who knows? Watch out, he's gonna blow! I'm like, how do you know and this? Even, and even then the splash zone was only about ten feet. They could have just taken three steps back and been like, let's watch. I mean, how much could a wee little man explode anyways? Exactly. And what are you afraid? You're gonna catch a finger in the eye? <laughs> it's not it's not it's not like he's made out of gunpowder. <laughs> it's not like he can rip off your finger and take your gold um ring. It's finger looking good. That made me so <laughs> I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so bad <laughs> oh yeah what was it what did you see i gotta see something i'm sorry on the back of vhs a trail of gold dust leads into the leprechaun's lair did you see that trail of gold dust there wasn't no. one there wasn't one the vhs this lied to us again you oh. are not throwing that thing hard enough sir let me if see they, if they told you everything you want to watch the movie <laughs> <laughs> yes they I told everything I else they told me how many people died <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what what else is fu- a little bit off about this movie when it comes to horror films of the time is the sequel would always have a higher body count, right? Supposedly. For horror films. Isn't that the same amount? No, I think this one had less less of a body count than the first one. Did it really? I think so. Crap, now that means I gotta rewatch Leprechaun, which I don't mind, the first one, but I, I really well, thought sure- it was the same amount. I'm sure you can get on the so Google machine Leprechaun, and look up the body counts. Leprechaun 1 has four deaths. Leprechaun, Only four? Leprechaun 2 has one, two, three, four, five, six deaths. Huh. Leprechaun 3 has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten deaths. And it, it progresses from there. Everyone gets gets a little bit more wild. Hey, that's the two dead bodies. That adds up to it right there. <laughs> All right. All right. So there you go. It's just, I could have swore Leprechaun 1 had more than four, but... Yeah, according to this, uh, there was a person pushed down the stairs and their neck snapped. Uh, chest stomped 15 times with a pogo stick. Yeah, I remember stick. that from the original. Clawed in the face and neck broken, and then mauled the and blood loss. Yeah, uh, the old man at the end. In this one, asylum. you had lifted neck snap by magical collar and then dropped. <laughs> that plastic um, collar they keep coming around. <laughs> so the girl, the last, she had that right. plastic it, spray sir, gold painted. So by comparison, that collar that collar will henceforth be called the Irish Chastity Belt. Okay, I'm done with you, man. <laughs> Lord, oh, I'm done my with gosh. you. <laughs> yeah, it. I don't know. Maybe it's just that the maybe because it's been so long since we watched it, but it just seems like you know the first one was just a little more intense than this one as far as the way they played the deaths. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it sounds like we're all excited about talking about this movie further. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we literally <laughs> cut. What else is there to say? I mean, can you th- literally, um, you, Kevin, you, can yeah, you, you think of. No, I'm just saying, like, maybe we should just move on from this. <laughs> let's let's get to our final reviews, guys, because, I mean, we've literally talked to the end of the movie. And, yeah. I mean, it was a fun talk. Don't get me wrong. I had yeah. a blast. Yeah, yeah this for so very far. much for this film. Like, what what else is there to talk about? It wasn't like, <laughs> like, we can go on for hours talking about, like, um, what was it the first Freddy movie? Nightmare on Elm Street. I can go on for like. I would. Two. I would love to go on for hours talking about that movie. Yeah. I I think it's just the difference in like the quality of like the writing. That's the biggest problem. Is mm. the writing of this has, it's, it's writing continuity cheap, think, directing. It's I think cheap. Kevin, laughs. 
I think Kevin is right with what he's uh, being sarcastic about with the three mm-hmm. writers. I think the reason why movies like Fri- the first Friday the 13th or the first Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. were so good, or even The Exorcist, if you want to pull out the big boys, um, is because they were all written by one individual who had a single vision for what they wanted to do. The more hands you have in the pot writing, the less unified that vision can be just by, just by design. Because even if all three people have the, have the same idea in mind, there's always going to be differences because you're always, always going to have that difference of personal perspective going on. As Jesus put it, (laughs) Oh crap, I'm going into a weak connection here, but as Jesus put it, a little, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. So even the smallest divergence of perspective can ruin a single vision for yeah. a project. That's, good. Well, that's my weak connection before the weak connections. <laughs> it's an early weak connection. Sorry. <laughs> it happens when it happens. I try to keep it for the right section, but there you go. Well, let's see. Let's talk about if we find a gold nugget out of this one, or if it's just a gold coin or just a gold. I was, I was about to say, let's, let's go ahead and go into the writings because apparently the spirit wants to move and I'm coining it. So <laughs> Dallas, I being, as I just took over the driver's seat on accident, uh, what, why don't you go ahead and, uh, define our rating system for our audience out there yeah so our rating system is pretty pretty simple you have top shelf and this is actually a good movie like we're like what's wrong with you people this is a great movie this belongs on kevin's wall and the kevin's actually gonna have it tattooed on his chest um, shut up <laughs> and then you have middle shelf like okay all right not the greatest movie but it's actually kind of cool it's actually not bad then you have bob Schiff. oh yeah this is bad this is not this is not a good film and then you have the dumpster fire and to our knowledge no film has ever been in that uh fire ever so that just that just gave me a question a real quick question what you just said there dallas yes kevin what if our listeners could raise enough money mm-hmm. and it was put in a spot where you would never have to see it like between your shoulder blades <laughs> could if would you consider getting a tattoo of warwick davis no, i'm not I'm just not getting, I'm, I'm just not a tattoo person. Sorry. Would you consider getting no a Sharpie drawing? I do Sharpie drawings. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> oh, what we need to do, Dallas, is we need to get some henna and a stencil. <laughs> I'm not sure where you're going with this. What's going on? Henna is something. Oh, no, which, 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 which with the which with the marking of my body was this? Where, where you're going with this? An Irish man with Warwick Davis's leprechaun on his body is all I'm looking for. <laughs> Why don't you just add it to your collection of tattoos? I don't have a tattoo. I thought you got one. You when you down there, this report, bro. You were literally with me on that trip. Did I ever go to a tattoo parlor? I didn't follow you every step of the way. I went to go work out. You probably went at tattoo and then came back. I don't know. Yes. In, and this in is the, how I know you don't have <laughs> tattoos because you don't know how long it takes. <laughs> I was about to say, in As, the 45 minutes you were working out, I drove to a tattoo parlor and got a tattoo. As the only man who is actually inked on this podcast, I'm going to say, let's continue with the conversation. Kevin, what is your rating? <laughs> <laughs> My rating? Um, I'm putting this in the bottom shelf. Okay. Not the dumpster? I'm, I'm, I really was considering throwing the dumpster. I think the only thing that's... I mean, I really want to throw this in the dumpster. The only thing that was saving was the old man and Warwick Davis, those two. But 
right? Mm. It's like I really, really am wanting to throw this in the dumpster because it was just so bad. But I don't know. Maybe I will. It just—it's just that it was just those two. But I just—I'm just—I think what you just said something. Now that you mention it, um, will I ever want to watch this movie again? Even because bottom shelf, you can still watch it again. Like what, ten years from now or something? I don't know if I want to watch this ten years from now. So you may, yeah, maybe I will throw in the dumpster. Well, it's it's not it's just, just it's it's there. It's a movie that you're like, okay, it's whatever. Because we put some movies on the bottom shelf in the past that we're like, this is not a good movie. I won't watch it again. But I mean, it's maybe there. somebody else might want it. Okay, so if I'm putting it on the bottom shelf, that means I'm just encouraging someone else. Like, hey, here you go, sucker, watch this. <laughs> Which I could see you totally doing. Yeah, I will put it on the bottom shelf because I want to do that. <laughs> there you go, sucker. Watch this movie. <laughs> you recommend this? Yes. <laughs> it's completely Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most Irish thing you're going to see besides walking past the jail. <laughs> wow. All there of is Belfast everybody. is going so <laughs> Kevin's not allowed to back in Ireland ever again. I, I like how I'm the one who's who's the jerk to Irish people on this show. But I'm the one who the bloody one well lived there. Where do you live? Freaking Washington State? <laughs> All right. I put a bottom shelf. <laughs> Only because I'm going to antagonize someone. <laughs> All right. John, what's your what's your opinion on this movie? <laughs> All right, so this movie, much like the last movie, goes full circle on the bad scale. Mm. It, it, this movie gets so bad that it becomes enjoyable for all the wrong reasons for me. Right. Like, it, I'm watching this movie, and I know it's bad. I'm watching eye colors change. I'm watching <laughs> really bad special effects, terrible writing. And in the same sense, I'm compelled to watch more. Like when I got to the end of the first Leprechaun movie, I was like, I kind of want to watch the second one now. Right. And then when I got to the end of this one, I'm, I'm like, I, I kind of want to watch the third one now. <laughs> and there's something compelling about a movie. That's just like, you need to watch more. You need another installment, not because it's good, but because for some reason your brain's like, I, I need to see more of this. I, I, I can't believe this is an existence. Right. Uh, and so for that, that reason, plus Morty, because Morty is just mm, so good. Uh, I'm going to give this movie a middle shelf. Right. Well, so it's up to me now. Right. No pressure, Dallas. No pressure. Just speak your oh, mind. Michelle, you Dallas. Okay. Have... Thank you for that. Now let's move on to the weak connections. I mean, there were so many issues like, like even like the scene where he gives the dead gum gold coin to the leprechaun or gives it to Bridget, like the camera shifts and you see the boom mic over his head for a hot second. <laughs> I didn't even see that. It was there. Yeah, I'm like, I what is happening thing. here? Like the production value, like these guys, it was, it was, it felt like a, it was like, we have a week to make this happen. And Oh, look, the, the festival of the little people is happening right now. Let's invite them to be part of this movie. And like, it just was so slapped together, but God, I laughed at this movie. Unexpectedly. I laughed at this movie. I'm not watching this again. Like I'll rewatch the resident evil series, but I do want to continue the series. So I'm going to put this on a high bottom shelf. It's bottom shelf. Just, set, just what was, it, what's it with you two guys? You keep saying, Oh, the middle of the middle shelf, the, the high of it. Just, Kevin, say, just a shelf. It's a shelf. Okay. It's Kevin, a shelf. We do not have 
a perfectly manicured, perfectly sized bookshelf like you do oh my. for movies. I have to stack things on my bo- on my bottom shelf. <laughs> so it's Maybe a it's a bottom shelf a film period. <laughs> it's a disputed one uh, here at the bottom shelf. Um, we want to hear from you guys though. What is everybody else's thoughts? Do you like this movie? Did you not like this movie? Did you even know there was a sequel to this outside of Leprechaun in Space or Leprechaun in the Hood? Leprechaun uh, in Space is number four, by the way. Don't skip number three. <laughs> I mean. Is Tony Cox Honestly, and the Leprechaun back to the hood? Uh, let's find uh, out. Can we talk I'm about gone. the fact there's Leprechaun back to, in the hood and then in the back to the hood? Like, there's two different hood movies of the yeah. Leprechaun, and I'm pretty sure Ice T's in both for some reason. Both Is he really? And an actor. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now, someone at my job has told me. They, for, they didn't know about Leprechaun 2 and 3. They said, all they know is Leprechaun, the original, and Back to the Hood. They said, that's the two you have to watch. I'm like, all right. There's In the Hood and Back to the Hood. Okay, yeah. back, okay, End the Hood. The only ones that I knew growing up was the first one, uh, the Leprechaun in the Hood, and then Leprechauns in Space. Like That's all I knew until we went on this journey. All right, so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we want to hear from you guys. What are your thoughts on this film? Let, let us know. Um, reach out to us on our social media the bottom shelf where Kevin the meme master is pumping out memes left and right uh, on Instagram and all that good stuff so okay the Google said. machine's giving me information hang on a quick second okay what was the question you were asking me who was in the back to the hood movies where you're asking about who, who's in the hood I want to know who, 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 who's, who exactly is in the hood for leprechaun um, please, please list these rappers right down the list <laughs> Ice T's in it. Okay, he's he's in the first Hood movie. Is, is Ludacris in that? Um, I do. Uh, can't be Tupac. Was, Tupac doing, can't be there. Neither can Biggie. He was doing Fast and the Furious <laughs> at the time. I don't see Ludacris in it. So, um, Camillionaire, Tony no. Cox, who was in this movie. No, uh, Sticky Fingers is in the second one. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's a rapper, bro. Oh my god. Um, I know Coolio's in one of them. Coolio. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard anything for a while. Well, that's because he's dead. Oh, okay. How do you know that? <laughs> Ironically, that was the darkest thing about this episode. It was darker <laughs> than the movie. Sorry. Wasn't trying to be a jerk by saying <laughs> it. It's just, I'm very matter of fact about those types of things. So, but yeah. So cool stories. Let's head on over to the weak connections before I make this episode go grim. <laughs> this is a weak connection. All right, Liz, welcome to the weak connection where we take these movies and we try to give some sort of encouraging uh, conversation out of it. Something to point you to hope, point you to Jesus, let you know you're loved and you're cared for. And today uh, we, uh, we got a, at least one weak connection. John gave you one beforehand. He may give you another one. I don't know. Kevin may get inspired by the Holy spirit and, and start doing all kinds of stuff. But anyways, <laughs> today suddenly Kevin starts spouting a bunch of shibboleths. <laughs> the my week connection is actually based on a scene where Cody has the he has the gold coin and the leprechaun tries to run him over with uh, Mario's evil go kart and goes straight through him. He can't handle him because he's holding on to this gold coin. He's holding on to this precious item. And that's the thing about it is there's a lot of things in the, in the world that will try to hurt you and attack you. And uh, we come from a point of view where, you know, Satan's a real person. 
It's a real thing. It's a real spirit. And a lot of people live in fear. And the thing about it is that Satan, unclean spirits, all this other junk, they can't hurt you if you have something precious. There's this passage in uh, uh, Matthew uh, chapter 12. It says this, starting in verse 43. When the unclean spirit has gone out of you, it passes through waterless places, seeking rest and finds none. Then it says, I'll return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house empty, swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. So it will be with this evil generation. Now, there's a lot of conversations taking place within that passage, but it's talking about this whole aspect of once a person's been freed of, of certain things, um, there's, it's like there's a house and these things will leave and they can come back and they come back sevenfold sometimes. Unless that house is full, is full. Unless there's been something that's taking place. Unless you have something precious, which is Christ. There's a lot of people that they try to get free from addiction. They try to get free from all kinds of stuff. But when they do that, they don't cling. They don't allow to indwell inside of them something precious, which is Christ. Which is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And when they don't allow that, when they're not actively having Christ live out in their life, when they don't actively seek Holy Spirit, there is an emptiness, there's a void, and they find themselves more susceptible to falling back into old habits, back into addictions, back into dark places. And so my encouragement for you guys is if you come to a point where you've gotten freedom from something, cling to Christ, cling to, to hope, and, you, and it's an active thing. We have to be in the word, we have to be in prayer, we have to be in worship, we have to be in a biblical community. And when we do that, when we face the attacks of the enemy, he can't hurt you, he, can't, he can lie to you. But he can't physically hurt you. You don't have to fall back into these things. There can be true freedom if you're willing to fill that that void with something precious. So that is my weak connection for the day, guys. Yeah, I think I gave all my inspiration earlier before the bumper. So. <laughs> it's all good. You guys got any thoughts or comments I, I was- on it? I was making sure to cram my uh, weak connection in before those weirdos out there who stopped the show at the weak connection <laughs> bumper could do that. So, uh, nope, I don't got any more final thoughts on that. Do you, Kevo? Nope. All right. Well, we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us today on the bottom shelf. We certainly do appreciate your listening. Sure. Uh, if you want any more information on what myself, Dallas, or Kevin do in the social spaces or other podcasting or media check in the link descriptions below we all have link trees and a bunch of other rad stuff we're whoa, doing whoa, whoa. i people. don't have link trees you get that right you get the link tree. i said i said and other rad stuff that we're doing i don't know if it's rad but yeah go ahead everything you do is rad kevin you're <laughs> the you're the rad master you bring the rad to the party bro. i thought everything i do was awesome it is everything, is, everything awesome. is awesome uh i knew what you're doing that's cool uh so uh with that being said uh if you have liked this show please like rate and subscribe or leave a review on whatever platform you're listening that helps put us in front of like-minded individuals like yourself who may be interested in hearing three dimwits talk about dumb movies or just grab Uh, the person's phone next to you and just hit that follow and like and they will just not known they were I'll actually take it. yeah i'll take it yeah i'll but take make it make sure they listen to it after they do that i mean <laughs> you never know maybe they're just like having a bad day and they look click on it and it's like what the frick is this 
Yeah. We need so maybe 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 they got the type of blues that can only be healed by an angry Irishman ripping into a Finlander from Washington State. Who knows? Uh, but with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Stay devoted. Peace and love.